Welcome into the Upper Left Performance Podcast. I am your host, Jack Anderson. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review there if you feel so inclined. And thank you, as always, for your support and listenership. Today on the show, we are joined by Adarian Barr. Adarian is the founder of BarRunning.com and has some of the most unique and cutting-edge concepts when it comes to linear sprinting, jumping, and general athleticism. I met Adarian in December in Tacoma at a track and field clinic, and some of his concepts immediately struck me as, as revolutionary and something that a lot of strength and conditioning coaches aren't thinking about very often. Um, since then, I've kind of immersed myself in all of his concepts and have found myself getting faster and more efficient at running. I brought Adarian on today to discuss his foundational concepts, youth athletic development, and the misnomer of force. Uh, and how we as strength and conditioning coaches tend to look at force in the wrong way. Uh, a, this episode was one, a long time in the making. I really wanted to get a Darian on for a while. Um, held off for a bit just to kind of gather my thoughts. And, and what kind of came out of this uh, is something that I'm very happy with. I think it gives a nice general overview as to what Adarian is thinking in terms of sprint concepts. So without further ado, here is Adarian Barr. When uh, when people like ask me, oh, what do you do to work out? Because like, you know, everybody always does because I'm like, you know, all my buddies, like, oh, it's the workout guy, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, oh, I do like sprints. They're like, oh, like a mile? And I'm like, fuck no. I think a mile if I add it all up. If I, if I all up to 10, 20, yeah. 30, 50, <laughs> it might be a mile, but yeah. Yeah. Bro, I haven't done over this entire time. I think Sunday was the or Friday night was the longest volume I've done. I think it was like six hundred total meters. It was nothing. Yeah, well, it takes a minute to build up. You know, yeah. like uh, you know, one one of the classic training programs out there, they call it uh, long mm. short to long or long to short. You know, yeah. And a lot of people go long to short where they start on, they start on endurance, and as they endurance get better, they come down to the faster stuff. You know, other people, they start on the short stuff. As you get better, you increase the, you know. So, so to me, I always thought that the short to long was a better way to go just because you don't have the capacity. I never thought, you know, like I said, if, like I said, you, you can go 40 now. When you first started, probably it was a five-minute deal. You go five minutes, you go, that's, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I always thought that, yeah, you, you need to, you know, as, 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 as you go faster, you build the capacity that way. But you, but you don't have much sprint in you at first. You can so you can go all day for like a like a Corolla Toyota Corolla, but uh, right, right, right. you can't, you can't ever up. turn any horsepower on. Yeah, exactly. I'm just waiting to ride a motorcycle. That's all. What 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 are you doing? I got I got a Ducati, man. Oh, do you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's man, it's nuts. You know, because I you know I used to ride all the time. Then I stopped riding. Now I got back into riding. And then like I think two weeks ago, I went and bought a, a Panigale uh, 4V. Oh and, shit, man. Uh, uh, you know. Crazy, crazy. You, go, you like going fast in more than one way then. <laughs> you know? Well, what's funny is when I first got it, you know, because, you know, I, I, I ride cruises. I, I rode a lot of stuff, you know, but, but not really never a, a, a sports bike or anything like that. And, and, and you can put it in, you know, street mode, you know, which is, it, which is the slowest mode, then sport mode, then race mode, you know, and I'll probably never get to race mode. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, man, I'm, I'm getting on the freeway the other day. And it's like zero to 80, you know, before I can get off, before I, before I get off the on-ramp, I'm already at 80. I mean, I'm only in fourth gear with two more to shit, go, man. and I'm at 2,000 RPM, <laughs> and I can go all the way to 14,000. So I'm thinking, like, this is nuts. Oh, my nuts. gosh, man. That's <laughs> you know? crazy. So, 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 yeah, so, most, but it's just fun to cruise around. I mean, you go know, freeway cruising around 70 miles an hour. It's just fun to be on and stuff like that. You know, like I said, I try to ride when, when a lot of people are not out and everything like that, you mm -hmm. know. 
Um, and, and well, also, hey, you, you know, got, it's perfect for you right now. Nobody's on the road. Yeah, nobody's really out and everything <laughs> like that. So that's fun and stuff. And then when I normally, I'm like, I don't lane split or anything like that. I either ride in the left-hand lane or the right-hand lane because I can see everybody. You know, I don't ride in the middle because then I got to watch too much on both sides and stuff. So I try to be as cautious as possible and everything, you know. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's, it's nuts, man. It's, it's like, <laughs> And I was hey, I'm still getting used to driving my Corolla around. It's funny because, yeah, you, you, you read reviews on it. And this one guy was saying, like, the bike don't even start running until you get to 8,000 RPMs. And 11,000 RPMs, you better hold on because it might pull away from you. So, so what did you, what'd you oh. say you've gotten up to? I only got up to 80 miles. And that's about, you know, I don't I don't. What's, like the, RP, what's the RPMs like you get? Like? Oh, oh, it, it, 15,000. You've hit that? No. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> it's no, like, shit, no. man. <laughs> hey, man, I, I haven't gone past six yet. I haven't gone past six <laughs> yet. There's kind of ways to go, you know. Be I mean, careful, you can pull, man. You can, you can pull 100 miles an hour in third gear and be, it'd be easy for the bike. Holy shit, easy man. for the bike, you know. So, so yeah. No, like I said, man, it's, but it's, like I said, me, I'm careful. I, I, you know, I like looking at it in my driveway. <laughs> 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 you know? I mean, it's red. It, it, I mean, sitting in the driveway, I'm sitting there like, man, that's one cool bike, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm cool just sitting on and looking at it, you know. Oh, that's I mean, so funny, man. It'd probably be the same way if I had a McLaren. I just had it in the driveway looking at it. Oh, like, fuck, dude. Yo, I wouldn't take cool that car. thing out of the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, you know, and I think I might get into track racing where, where you oh, know, really? where, where you go to the track. Yeah, because you can, like I said. I mean, you go to track now and do some track stuff and everybody, you know, you got you to gotta get your license and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's just fun stuff to do, and it's safe, you know. Uh, uh, to, it, I mean, it's more safe on the track than on the street and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But you can really wind it up and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, you hear, you hear about guys doing, you know, 150, and next thing you know, they do it 100 times take a curve, you know. To me, that's fun stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> and, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my sister. My sister would do that. I don't know about me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, a little yeah. too cautious. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, but on the streets, man, I'm, I'm about as cautious as, you know. Like I said, ten miles an hour, I'm good. Good. <laughs> so, um, getting into the into the sprint side of things, though, you know, the one thing I've always kind of wondered because we I've only I met you in like the context of a clinic, or we just hop on the track and run with Joel or something like that. Right. And um, I've never really asked you like, how did you kind of like stumble before we get into the concepts? How did you kind of stumble into some of these concepts? Were you kind of originally thinking along the same lines as many of us strength and conditioning coaches do in terms of force and how we get people to run and stuff like that. And you had a change or have you always kind of thought this way? Uh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, you, 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 you know, the thing about it is you know what you know. And, and so like anybody else, you know, like I said, I was, I was pretty good. You know, I, I, was, I was just that borderline cat and everything, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, ran it, ran a hundred, like I said, you know, uh, ran 10, three and a hundred, you know, long jump, uh, uh, 26 feet, triple jump, you know, 54 feet, you know, um, um, I, you know, I was just one of those guys that was fast and everything like that. And you go through the process of, you know, I didn't know why I was fast. You know, like I said, when I came out of high school, you know, I was 11 second guy, you know, and, and, and then I think, you know, and, and like, and like I went into, I went into the military, came out of the military, came back doing track. And I remember uh, my first year of college, you know, I ran um, like 11, five and a hundred meters. My first, my freshman year of college, you know, I was like 21 years old. And I was like, what? 11, what? You know? And, and then the next year, I, I, I ran a 10-7. Don't know why. 
you know, but, but you go, how do you go from 11, five to 10, seven in one year? Nobody taught me anything. I just, just, you know, and I, and, and I was, you know, and then I think the year after that, you know, I ended up running, um, um, uh, um, 10, four, you know, so, so all of a sudden I go from 11, 11, 11 some guy to a 10, four guy. And the only thing I stopped doing between the 10, seven and 10, four years, I stopped lifting weights. That's all I stopped doing, you know? Uh, and, and everything and triple jump got easy. I mean, I could back up nine steps and triple jump 50 feet. I mean, it was, it was super easy and stuff like that. You know, I, I could dunk, you know, I sent a, I sent in the basket and dunk a basketball, you know? Uh, um, so, so, but I didn't know how I did any of these things. I, I didn't know, you know, and I had a lot of good coaches and everything. And we just did stuff, you know, we just did the drills and did all this other stuff, you know? And, and I remember even my first year of college, you know, this this one guy, Devin Dunn was a fast guy. And I remember, you know, we in practice running, and, and I'm running with, you know, him and this other guy named Kyle Hargett. You know, he was, he was a 45-second quarter miler. You know, Devlin was a 20-point guy, you know, 10-200-meter 10, 10, guy and everything. And I'm in practice running with these guys. So I think I'm running, right? And then, like I said, first minute I go to 11, what? I've been running with these dudes, you know? And they're like, yo, man, look at We training, you running in practice. Because I didn't know anybody. I'm just running. You know, they go, no, no, we training, you running. That's why you're running what you're running right now. I'm like, what? And nobody, know, nobody didn't tell me anything. So... So, so that was it. That, was, that kind of started and everything. Like, well, what's going on here and stuff like that, you know. And then, and then, then the same thing happened. Like when I when I was uh, uh, got older, you know. Like I said, I, I go to a track meet once again. Eleven four five. Eleven four. I don't run elevens. You know, it's just not what I do. You know. And, and so uh, 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 I just figured I get back into it and everything. And, and like I said, a couple of years later, you know, I was back down to ten nine. You know, but. But when I first started training, I did all the traditional stuff, you know, the plyos, the hurdle hops, the A skips, the B skips, da da da. And I was getting hurt, you know. And I'm thinking like, well, so I just dumped it all, you know, just just dumped it all. Next thing you know, kidnapped. You know, and that was that's that's when I was 42 years old, you know. So so, so so yeah, like I said, it was I got I got out of track for a long time and got back into it. So yeah, and like I said, at 39 I could dunk, at 40 I couldn't. I didn't understand why. I'm like, what happens between the age of 39 and 40? I can't even dunk a basketball anymore, <laughs> you know. But like I said, you know, went to that track meet, and like I said, by the time I turned 42, I was back down to 10-9, you know. But I, I started switching up, and that's when I started switching up, though, because like I said, the first year, once again, I, I knew what I knew, and that's what I tried. And I'm like, oh, this ain't working quite right, you know. And then the other part, too, was just going to clinics and stuff like that. And you go to the clinic, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I paid you $500 on how to ace gift? <laughs> I know how to I, I know how to do an A skip. What, what do about your A skip? You know, so you get t- so I just got tired of going to clinics. Learn how to A skip, B skip, and hear the same old stuff and everything. And then you watch the athlete go, but they're not doing this. You know, you start going whatever you just said, dude. And you're their coach. They're not doing this. So you know, so so at that point in time, you you just start going back through the basics and stuff like that, and, and working through it. And and then I just started watching video. You know, I just started watching a lot of video of just various things. You know from animals to people, you know, horse racing, you know, throwing a baseball, you know, whatever it was. I started watching a lot of video and then I started seeing things. I'm thinking like, okay, now I'm starting to see it, you know. And then at that point in time, it's like, well, how do you do it? You can see it, but how do you do it? And, and then it just started to roll from there and stuff like that. Now, I think the biggest thing for me was trying to make it simple, you know, give it a simple term, you know. I didn't know how to internally rotate while I was sprinting. You know, I didn't know how to externally rotate while I was sprinting. I didn't know how to supernate proton while I was, I didn't, I didn't know how to do those things while I was doing anything. So I tried to give it simple terms that I could think of while I was trying to do it, you know, and everything. And that's, that's kind of how it all started and stuff. That's, that's what I like about, uh, you know, doing your stuff as well, because at, 
at first glance, I was very thrown off because I'm like, well, I haven't heard these terms being used before and everything. But then I come see you and or you came up and saw us in December up yeah. in Tacoma and things just like all of a sudden, like two weeks later, like I'm hitting positions that like I see you hitting and I'm not even like thinking about trying to hit them. I'm just doing right. a couple of the little things you've suggested, like in terms of like torque or, or ISO right. or something like that. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well. This is make like this isn't as hard as I thought it was. You didn't get caught up in the wash with like, yeah. All, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's a lot of people. They caught they, they caught up in stuff, you know, about the you know, because a lot of people will, will ask me those questions. Is that internally trained rotate? That's not even in my terms no more. I don't even I don't even use those terms anymore. So, uh, but but because I don't think the brain understands those terms. I think that makes it complicated for the brain. And then also a lot of these things are hard to see on video. It, a lot of things people are talking about is hard to see on video. So. It's you know and and you know as I keep saying if you can't see it you can't coach it that you just can't if you can't see it because how do you how do you assess it if you can't even see it yeah and, and and you know I think that's the the most interesting part you like reference the A skips the B skips and like the point you made a couple months ago is great I mean they're nice general movements but if we watch what's going on in sprinting the same things are not happening and if we think yeah. we can just teach someone some mock drills and then they're gonna hop out there and be a proficient sprinter right I, I just it. There was always kind of a disconnect to me, and then I worked, you know, with you, and I was like, oh, wow, here's the disconnect. Like, here's where it is, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know, even, you know, even a long time ago, too, and what's funny is it, it, I just figured it all out, but a long time ago, um, when I was in college, um, um, I, I got hurt really bad, and uh, long jumping, you know, and this is back in the days, like I said, I, I, was, I was, you know, didn't take much of me to, to do anything, but uh, um, I was long jumping. And uh, or the week before, the week before, no, the week before, yeah, we was, we was at it, we was, we was running, and this guy shows up, you know, back in the day, you think you know everybody, but we we run a hundred, and this guy, this guy's there, and, and he has like a ten four five time down. I'm thinking like ten four five, and this guy, I don't know this dude, you know, I'm like who is? So I'm hamped up, I'm ready to race somebody to run ten four five. So I'm thinking like I can run that too. So I'm ready to drop a time, you know, I'm in shape, I'm ready to drop a time, you know. Man, we come out of them blocks, and uh, uh, I'm thinking like halfway through, I'm like this is a slow race. You know, so I got to pick it up a gear. So I pick it up a gear. Sure enough, 11 seconds. I'm thinking like, this dude ain't no 10. Where the hell he put down 10 for five from? You know? So I'm cracking on the coach like, hey, man, get run, get control of the race and everything. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, and then the next week, you know, um, uh, you know, long jumping and stuff. And first long jump, you know, uh, uh, I think I long jumped like 23, 8 or 23, 9. And like so when I took off. I felt like I got shot in the stomach with a cannonball, you know, it, it just, it was just painful, you know? So I'm still surprised I jumped 20, cause you know, when you feel pain like that, you, you shut it down. So I'm thinking like, man. And so it, 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 you know, the trainers come over and they say, Hey, you know, what happened? And I said, well, I, when I hit the board, it felt like I got shot in the stomach with a cannonball. And they tell me, you'll be okay in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm thinking like, I'm crying, right? I'm thinking like, how does shot with a cannonball in a couple of weeks go together? I don't know, you know, because they say, well, there's no swelling, there's, there's, there's no dislocation, there's not an eye, da da da, you know. They're like, what? You know? But what I think happened is, is I tore a ligament down in the pubis someplace, you know? And, and, and so, you know, after that point in time, like I couldn't, if I stumbled, I would fall because I couldn't make things go back and forth anymore, you know? Yeah. And, and that's and, 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 and I'm like, man, I can't even shift my legs anymore, you know. So if I stumbled, I would have to fall because I just couldn't do it no more. So, so what's funny is like today I'm running and guess what I'm doing now? I'm shifting back and forth, thinking like, 
it took 40 years for this thing to heal up. <laughs> or it took 40 years to figure out how to do it again because on all that time I had learned other stuff. You yeah. know, I already knew how to make my, you know, but it was actually coming from the pelvic region. It was all that moves was coming from the pelvic region. And so, yeah, so, so it makes sense. I even probably got hurt because if I was grinding back and forth and all of a sudden change, it makes sense, you know. But it took all these years to figure out like, oh, snap, I'm finally back. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome, wow. though. Yeah, because I, I feel the same way. Like, I, I feel like with you, like in your stuff, like I pick up something new every couple of weeks. And I kind of focus on it. And then all of a sudden I feel it and I get it. And then it becomes yeah. normal and I don't really feel it anymore. It's just happening. And then right. I move on to the next thing. I feel it and it's happening. You know, like I was just telling you before we got on, like I, I didn't really have the calf, the hamstring going like 10 yards into my, into my, into a race per se. Right. 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 And uh, yeah. And the other day I was like, I, all I need to think about who cares? Like my acceleration's pretty locked down now. Like the, I like most of what's going on with it. I don't have to think about it too much. Like right. boom, I'm out 10 yards in get the calf to the hamstring and all of a sudden right. dude things started happening that i had never felt before and i was like okay like all right now i see what's going on here with this you know <laughs> well yeah no that's like like you know mike mike always says non-negotiables if there's some non-negotiables in there if you get those down the rest of it gets pretty easy and stuff you know and i think a lot of people struggle with just the basic you know like squatting because they've been told to stand up so much yeah you know and, and, and so you know same thing you know inside edge a lot of people get that confused but they you know but it's just some things, you know, the arches of the foot, you know, it's just some non-negotiable. If you do those, we can work the rest of it out, you know, and everything. And, and a lot of it too, like I tell people, the, the easiest part is this here, is that when you tell somebody, I don't really care how you do it. I just know you need to do it. You know, I don't care how you squat down, just squat down. I don't care how you just, and, and now, you, now you have to figure it out. Whereas we've been told so much, a lot we've been told just, you know, I mean, if you, if you talk about high knee lift, you know, lifting me up high. Okay, well, how do I do that? Well, you just lift it. It don't work like that. Just, just lift it doesn't work, you know? So, so because the body got many ways to try and lift the knee up. Many, many ways, you know? So that becomes the thing is that, you know, we, we get into these things where, you know, what can the body figure out that it can actually do, you know? And, and so squat it, okay. Once it's squatted, it'll work in that position. No matter how you got there, it worked in that position, you know. And then you start taking out some variables. Once you squat down, some other variables go away. So you start restricting what the body can do just based on being squatted. Yeah, I, I like that a ton, actually, because I think if you even think about, like, um, if you're an A-skip guy or something like that, I yeah. feel like everything's very up, down, up, down. You're using that anterior chain to kind of pull it up. You're not right. really using the pelvis. You get into that squatted position. And things start to happen more cyclically instead of just boom, 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 up and down, up and down, up and down, right? right? right like at least right, that's right. what I feel. So well, yeah, but that's what they teach up and down like a piston. Yeah, you know? they teach yeah. people up and down like a piston, you know. But that's like when we talked about the impulse and ground reaction force stuff like that. And you look at the charts and the, and the data, you know, it makes sense that at the beginning of a run, you don't have much vertical. At the end of a run, you have more vertical. It makes sense, but that's but that's going to happen no matter what you do. You don't have to train that. That's yeah. going to happen, you know. And so it makes sense that as you go faster, your ground contact is less. That's why mm -hmm. I tell people, how, you know, people say, how do I reduce, reduce my ground contact time? Go faster. <laughs> if you go faster, <laughs> you start automatically. Yeah, you if, you're, if you're, yeah, that's always been very interesting because if you're focusing on reducing your ground contact time, you ain't running fast. You're not running fast. <laughs> you, you ain't got a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, of course, you know, and you don't have as much time at going faster to, to uh, you know, it's the same thing. And actually, when people, you know, that's one thing even about like the motorcycle, you know, uh, you know, you got to figure most cars are running nine to one compression. This thing's running 14 to one. 
So the timing has to be on. It can't be off just at 14 to one compression. The timing cannot be off, you know? So one of the things they do with this motorcycle to, to make things better is everything is, is geared. There's no belt, there's no chains, you know, because they can control the timing better based on gearing things together and, and all those type of things. But, but, but that becomes the same thing. Just like, you know, uh, when we talk about, you know, uh, uh, in, the, in the last discussion, somebody asked about the four, you know, and, and it, you know, everybody will form a four. You know, the figure four is going to happen for everybody, no matter what you're doing. Some are tighter than others, but you're going to form it. The only thing that changes is the time or when it forms up. It will form up at an earlier, later point as you go faster or slower. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's one of the most interesting things that a lot of people talk about, like these attractor states, right? Where, sure. uh, like things that everybody does. And one of them, and it, one of them that's interesting to me is like triple extension, right? Like, oh, this sure. is a thing that happens for everybody. And then you watch, and it, it doesn't happen it doesn't, all the time. Doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot of the time unless yeah. you force it to happen. Unless, unless yes. You just, but, but, let's, but, but you go, how do we get there once again? Because we won't drop the term force, you know? So, so triple extension is an expression of force. So I'm going to triple extend, but you only went two inches. How much force did you put out? If you, if you, how much force did it take you to go two inches? It doesn't take much, you know? But we're so caught on that, you know? And it, well, it's we, like, we chase it at, almost to the point, and it seems like it throws, like if I watch people that are pushers and like to triple extend and they hit that position that right. we all kind of like, have looked for in the past like the timing is bad after that like right 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 right, right. real bad right because so. it's, it's more of it's, it's more of a leap the leaping is running you know like yeah because there, there's no ground you know you have the, the non-support space so technically leaping is running bounding is running you know but but like i said it's just you know it's not very fast you know and and and, and the thing is too you know now i got like i gotta teach you some more stuff now once you leave that leg behind you now i gotta teach you how to recover it once you recover it now i gotta teach you how to put it back down once you put it back down, I got to teach you, how, you know, but now I got to teach you all these other things that like, holy cow, man, it's just too much to start teaching. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause like you said, you got all these clinics and they simplify these concepts for you, but they, they, like you just said, they don't look at the ramifications of what they've chosen to do from a force perspective. Like, right. It really seems that way. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the whole thing, that's why, you know, even like now, you know, if somebody tells me about force, I just say, tell me how much torque it is. Let's just call it, you know, I'm, uh, tell me about the torque. I don't want to hear about the force anymore, you know, because once again, the whole thing is, is force. You, you, you need resistance to create force. If there's no resistance, there's, you know, the force is minimum. So, so, so in order for me to put out more force, I need more resistance. So, and I'm working through a lever, which makes things easy. You know, that's, that's the other part about it. Levers are designed to make things easier, not harder. So I got this lever that I'm working through. It's making things easier. But once again, it, 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 force is being, you know, so, so, so that becomes a thing is like, why do I, why not learn how to use my levers better before I figure out how to put out more force. And, you know? and once you understand the lever concept better, you're kind of almost using, there is less resistance present and you don't need to worry about application of force so much. No, right? it's, it's, it's there, it's there, you know, yeah. especially like you said, because the whole thing is to go faster, you know, but people have, have equated, you know, F equals mass time acceleration. So if I put out more force against my mass or against a mass, the, the earth, I'm going to accelerate faster. And I keep saying like, okay, you know, megaton versus you. It doesn't work very well. That's like why pushing a car so hard. It's not going to go very fast. It's megaton versus you. You don't have enough mass to push the earth. You know, I got enough mass to push me, but I don't have mass to push earth. And so I'm losing that battle all day long, but, but that becomes the whole concept and everything. And, um, I think this transition is nicely one of the things I wanted to talk about this misnomer of force where we kind of get 
caught up in how much we're producing rather than how we're producing it, the vector we're producing it in and yeah. how effortless it is. And I think you, you were talking about this, I think in one of your Achilles webinars where you were saying, I care more about like how effort, effortless was your ability to get from point A to point B, not how much force did you exert to get there, right? So like right, force right, and effort, right. can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, that's one of the things that, that Mike and I have been talking about a lot lately is the least amount of effort, you know? Um, that's what I said, we were just watching the, the, the Chinese weightlifters. I mean, they, they didn't put a whole lot of effort into lifting their, I mean, they just put a little bit of effort and things are moving, you know? So it becomes that same thing, you know, how can I put in the least amount, because I'm working levers again, it's about, you know, the, 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 the thing with levers is, input is output and that's what we keep trying to tell people input is output so if the input is high or the resistance is high then the output is high so my force goes up you know same thing when you try to loosen up a jar you know what do you get it's a lot of resistance so what do you put out you put out a lot of f and i think that becomes a thing now what happens once the jar loosens up the effort reduces because the resistance reduces you know so that becomes a thing right there is just and that's why i like the, the word effort more than force you know, because effort matches up to resistance. If resistance is high, effort is high. And I don't care, once again, I don't need to measure it. I just know it's gonna be, so we back to running again, but yes, it's coming out of blocks. There is no resistance. So the effort should not be, you should not have a high effort coming out of blocks. The, the resistance is low coming out. Of, the only reason you're squatting down because you told yourself. So there is no, there is no heavy, there's no large resistance for you to stand up out of those things. But yet here we are talking about you need to, you know, lift four times your body weight, da 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 da, da just to come out of blocks. There's no resistance, so the effort should be low to coming out of blocks. Well, and you even use the jar example. I mean, for for listeners that might not be familiar with all the, your lever concepts, let's say we yeah. want to open the jar with uh, one of those little things we strap around it, right, boom, right, and open right. it. I mean, right. all of a sudden, the it. effort to open it even at the hardest <laughs> point is not high. Like, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that becomes a thing. Yeah, people use those things all the time put on a lid and becomes easier. The effort drops, you know? So that becomes the thing is that, yeah, the least amount of effort to get the job done and everything, you know, that, like I said, even like now, I even like today I was jumping, you know, all of a sudden it's less effort for me to jump up and touch the rim, you know? And, and so that's why, you know, it, 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 and, and guess what? Less effort, I'm jumping higher. It's, 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 uh, it's funny you're saying this too. So I'm one of my buddies here in Cali right now, we're, we're running two or three times a week together and, um, yeah. He's pretty new to all this, and his assumption coming in was force. He's getting his big triple extension, all that stuff. I've shown you some videos of him. It's tremendous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets his adductors get jacked up because he pushes so hard. But the last three weeks, I just kind of we've just slowly worked on some squatty runs. We slowly worked on just this remove and replace, some cycling. All of a sudden now, he's smoother. He's not fast by any means yet, but like he's smoother. He right, doesn't right, have any right. adductor pain anymore. He's not like, right. and I can even tell on my own. Like I, last Friday towards the end of the session, like I went a little higher in volume. I could feel right. as the fatigue was starting to build up, I was going back to what I wanted to do, which was push really hard, extend, adductor was sore the next day. You know, it's just, it's just a different, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, different yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, you know, like I said, if you got to put effort into it, you better be strong, you know, but, but to say, but, but you really shouldn't have to put effort into it. It, it should be the least amount of effort to get the job done, you know, and, and some of these things that require people to do, you know, like I said, you know, like, like people do a vertical test, you know, and they do, and they say it's max effort, you know, and I don't know if it's max effort, you know, I just know you're trying to jump as high as you can jump. What effort you're putting in to jump that high, I have no idea, you know, because once again, there's no resistance. That's a it. great point. 
that's a great point. Like a max effort jump doesn't mean like it could look effortless. And, right. and yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even th- I never thought about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now if you put 40 pounds on your back, if you try to jump, yeah, that might be a max effort jump, you know? Uh, but, but other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening, you know? Now, and that's the thing, like I said, with leverage, you know, it, it becomes a thing, you know, with, with grabbing things like that, you know, it's, it's, it's how do you get more out of it? Because you got to, like I said, you got to increase the resistance, you know, if you're going to increase the resistance, gravity is what it is. It's not going to change, you know, but time, the amount of time that gravity acts upon you does change. And so if we can increase the amount of time that gravity acts upon you. Then all of a sudden I just increase the resistance. It means my effort goes up. And you, you, you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I guess it depends. I think at that point, that's a good thing, you know, because okay. like I said, I got to get, I got to get more, but, but like I said, I got to get more, you know, if I want to run faster, I do need to increase the effort, but I'm going to increase the effort by increasing resistance. I'm not but at the beginning the of my sprint, there shouldn't, it should, we've kind of flipped it almost. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. But okay. you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to get more effort by trying harder. And a lot of people think I'm going to try harder. No, no, no. I'm going to put my max. I'm going to try hard. I think that's where a lot of is going wrong is people are trying hard and they have no idea even how to try hard. It's just let me try my hardest to run my fastest. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to cycle back a little bit. You and you said you and Mike have been talking a lot about like kind of the non-negotiable things you do, I guess, for like, probably I would assume like introducing these concepts to like younger athletes and whatnot. So what are kind of those this is actually good for me too. Cause like, I kind of know all your concepts, but I don't know what you would swear you necessarily would start what your like biggest rocks are. So like, what would those be for you? Well, well, the first thing is athletic posture. You know, if, if, if you're not in athletic posture, it, it's already, you're gonna have some issues coming already, you know? And, and because like, as we, as, as we'll tell you, the reason that's a non-negotiable because none of this works. If you, you know, if you're not in athletic posture, the rest of this doesn't work, you know, so that becomes one thing there, you know, and, and then the next thing becomes, you know, the arches, you know, uh, um, you know, transverse arch and things like that. But, you know, if you don't work the arches, then once again, none of this works, you know. So then once you get to the arches, uh, things change anyways. All of a sudden you can't do A skip. If, you, if you're working the arches, A skips doesn't work. B skip doesn't work. You just can't do them, you know. Uh, also, it's hard to do A skip while squatting, you know. So some of these drills just go out, they go out the window already just because, you know. So, so you get to that and then same thing, you know, the, the inside edge, you know, um, um, because that's how I'm going to get my shin to change based on inside edge and things like that. You know, if I don't go inside edge, then my shin gets locked up. And then all of a sudden, uh, once that doesn't move, you're in trouble already. So those will become, those would be like the, the easiest ones to deal with first is just that, you know, athletic posture, you know, um, arches and inside edge. And inside edge, like you're saying, that goes kind of hand in hand with shin angle drop, like on a start or something yeah. like that. Right? Uh, yeah, and as you run, you know, as you run, as you, you know, yeah. um, like I said, you, you know, when you, when you watch these guys run, you know, you see it. And no matter what you're doing, if, you, if you're moving, the shin has got to change, whether it's lateral change, whether it's, it's, it's sagittal change, whatever's going on, it's got to change direction. Even like I said, you watch the guys, you know, you see me put up the, the, the inline skaters, you know, and you, and you can watch their shin go in almost three different directions at one time. It, it, it's, it's a cool thing to see. But what is it still doing? It's still changing. So when you're working with younger kids, let's say, like, because I think we've kind of, you and I have both talked enough about um, those who are more highly trained. For example, even me, like I have a pretty high training age, but right, right. things were jacked up for me because of some of the preconceived notions I have. So let's say you get a blank slate. You get a kid in who's like 11 to 13. Now, again, I, I assume yeah. it's going to be, dependent on their athletic abilities but does some of this stuff kind of come more inherently for them than like someone like me for example just because oh, yeah. like 
Yeah, because, they, you know, first of all, they're probably doing it already. You know, most like I said, if you watch kids, you can learn a lot from watching kids. You know, I mean, even 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 Joel and I, you know, when we when we when we were working out of keys and stuff, one time these kids riding over one of those upright, you know, scooters, you know, and we're just watching them and watching, watching squat down, whoo, squat down, whoo, squat down, you know, watch the shenanigans change. He's already doing it. You know, we watch the kids run around the track, watch the shenanigans change. They don't bop up and down and all that kind of, they don't push and they, they just go, 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 you know. Um, um, so that becomes the thing is, is that at that point in time, it's just, it's how do we get faster at it? Not even better at it. It's very doing it. So a lot of times people want to get better at something. No, let's get them faster at it. And that's going to make the world a difference. They're already, they're already doing it. Yeah. No, that makes a, that makes a ton of sense too. I, it's funny. Cause, uh, even, uh, Josiah, the one guy, little guy I brought to the, to the clinic, we've been still doing some stuff over zoom and dude, yeah, he's, his, yeah. he's his best when I don't give him and like, I don't even really give him instructions. Like we'll do some duck walks to work on a shin angle drop and some stuff like right, that in right. the warm up. Then we'll roll into it. And I'm like, you're just on the line. He's, he plays receiver. You're on the line. Just ball gets hiked. Go. Right, and right, he's just, right, and right. if you, but if you tell him get in a two point stance and like run 20 yards, all of a sudden he just locks down and starts worrying and thinking about things. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm yeah, just like, yeah, you're yeah. on the line. Boom. He hits some beautiful <laughs> shin angles like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, when, when we worked through the process of just, just, you know, frog hops and all that kind of stuff, and once you, once you, you know, all of a sudden you get to the frog, what happens? Shit start dropping. Things start to cycle. And it starts, you know, and you, you, start to, you, you start to figure it out and stuff. But once again, wasn't a whole lot of instructions. Like, hey, man, you seen a frog hop, do a frog hop. You know, you seen this, do this, you know. Uh, so, so that becomes a thing. A lot, of, a lot of stuff we've seen already, you know, and, and it, it's amazing what we actually know from movement patterns and everything like that. And, and it's just a matter of, of, of tapping into those more than tapping into instruction. You know, that, that becomes a thing. Yeah, I, I love that a ton. So I've kind of thought about it. Now I put it into strength coach speak for myself. But uh, right. <laughs> but, but potentiating with drills kind of. So, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I yeah. pick, I can pick a – like, you know, there's you, like you said, you can be as creative as you want. Like I, you can pick right. any – really any type of popping or skipping or any type of drill and accomplish something with it if you – are trying to tailor to something specific in this in the sprint pattern and and for me right. anyways like that's been the easiest way for for the guy that i run with right now we just do mike posted that brilliant video of just somebody kind of doing that lateral tracking run where you're running linearly and then looking over your shoulder and you just start falling and remove and replace starts to happen and and all these things yeah. start to happen and i just i had him run through that like five reps and then hit a sprint he's like wow that was different and i was like yeah, yeah. man like that's all you got to do <laughs> so. yeah 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 it's amazing yeah and that's even like me you know when i use the word you know like I said potentiate you know it, it, it's a funny word you know because i'm like wait a minute we're gonna do something today that's not gonna kick in for eight weeks how's that potentiate <laughs> you know, I, I, was just, I don't understand that. that that's the work man I, this should work like right now you know you know, to me it's like right now and a lot of stuff like you said that's what i try to get into a lot of it is if i'm gonna if we're gonna do an exercise that means it's gonna work right now i'm not doing exercise to work six weeks from now work work a week from now it needs to work right now you yeah. know yeah. And, and so that that like says but it's a different term use of the word which is even why i tell people is it because you hear me say a word? Don't think I'm using it the same way. <laughs> I, I actually looked up the definition of that word. This is what it says. So this is what I'm this, this in a literal sense. This is what it should be doing. <laughs> no, I love that, man. Yeah, it's it's been it's been great for me as a coach too. Like I, my language is I say so much less now because everybody knows how to do a gallop. 
yeah. if they don't, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. make them practice it a few times, they yeah, figure yeah, it yeah, out, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's funny is, you know, one thing about coaches, you know, I remember being in the, in the, in the, in the, in the personal training business, you know, and I was a, I was an instructor at this one college that, that we, and we trained personal trainers. I thought they like, y'all talk too much. I don't know why, but coaches, stop giving them feedback. Let them do something, you know? But they was, it was just, it's like, and, it, and it's one thing with coaches like, yeah, you know, we talk too much. How about we sit back, watch for a second, let them try it again. Watch for a second, let them try it again. We don't have to tell them something every single time they do something. Yeah, yeah. And when if you, if you, if you get going to like a competition thing, and I thought a lot about like, what am I doing that's helping them get to competition, for example. And competition, there right. is no coaching for 90% of the t- duration of the competition. You right. know, right. it's on right. them to right. self discover. If we're right. pre programmed little robots and then we get to competition and they have no idea what to do without constant feedback, like that was my fault, you know? Like, right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, I think too, you know, it's like you said, um, uh, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, uh, when we were in college, uh, it was it was funny because like I said I didn't I didn't start playing organized sports college in, in ninth grade you know I I didn't play anything you know we just didn't you know we grew up in the city in San Francisco and stuff like that and and it's, you know too many kids in the family we didn't have the money I don't know how these parents do it today you know but we didn't have the money back then so we didn't play you know and and, and so uh, when I got to high school um, I I went out for the football team you know and I and I didn't go out till they till we was in PE you know like I said I was in PE and I I had fun in PE. But I remember the first time, you know, when we moved from the city down to, to this town called Selma, everybody played baseball. Everybody played Little League. Ice. You know, and I remember the first time, you know, they put a glove on my hand and put it on the wrong hand type thing, you know. And then we, and then we ended, and they popped the ball up, and I ran. I'm thinking, like, that's going to hurt when it comes down. That's what you got a glove for. What? <laughs> you know? And, and then they wanted to That's you know, awesome. They got in practice. This is throwing the ball at me. Like, wait, he's going to throw the ball at me? Well, he was the bat. What? <laughs> and I'm like, where I'm from, you throw something at me, we're going to fight. So, <laughs> I don't know. If I'm playing the bat, it, it, it ain't to play baseball, folks. But that's oh, just coming from the city to the place where everybody plays sports. You know, I didn't know, you know. And, and so and so it's just funny stuff, just learning how to play sports and everything. And I remember the first time, you know, even playing basketball. Guy shot a shot, and I blocked it. They go, whoa. Like, what, what, they, I'm like, what? You know, and they're like, you blocked a shot. No, I don't block a shot. What, really? Okay, let me shoot again. I'll do it again. No <laughs> you know? Like I said, by the time I was 14 freshman in high school, I was dunking. It was no big deal, you know? But it was just, it was just funny stuff to me, you know? And, and I remember I made, you know, like I said, I, I, I made the basketball team, you know, as a freshman. You can't do that these days, you know? I was just, you know, that one guy said, hey, man, you don't know much, but you can play some defense. <laughs> so I make the team defensive. They're like, we got enough, we got other people to score. We don't need you to score, you know. But by the time it all ended, let's you know, I can shoot, I can dribble, you know, and I had an awkward shot and stuff like that. But I, I still remember, like, so I didn't spend the concepts. I remember, you know, they had that, that pass the ball three or four times before you take the first shot, you know, and the coach, you know, we get, you go into the game and everything. I was like, coach, you don't want to start me then because if I get it and I'm open, I'm, I'm shooting. <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't mind, you know, I don't mind, you know, me sitting on the bench coming in a minute later. I don't mind that because, but if you tell me, if I get the ball, coach, it's a wrap, you know. <laughs> I, I understand, you know, the, the past things, the way for the I, I, I never played sports. It was just what it was, you know. It's kind of the same thing, you know, even in P, we, we're playing, you know, we're playing flag football, and the guy throws a pass, jump up, catch it, go the other way, and they go, you just play football. Huh? You know, I was just, I was just, I'm just playing a game. You were just you doing know? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I remember, like I said, 
here in the city, we played things like Steal the Bacon, you know, when I was little. Oh, that's a great know, game, man. Played, yeah. You know, and then that was like, yo, you know, get up, you run out there, you know, we do the parachute thing, run underneath the parachute before it comes down. So I, I grew up playing games. I didn't grow up playing sports, you know, uh, uh, and everything. So, so by the time I got the time to play, I played enough games. And by the time it came to play sports, I was athletic. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think people overlook that now because you were even saying, like, things are, the landscape is so different. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. very monetized and all that. But, I mean, we've made it, like, we've almost made it, like, a monotonous affair for younger kids to play sports. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's really yeah. kind of shockingly scary, like, how that is right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like even, like, with, you know, my own kids and everything, like I said, they, they I think my, my youngest now, uh, he – he, he's jumping like I don't know what, you know. Uh, my oldest, you know, like said same thing, you know. She didn't put him in an organized activity, but but you know she she, she could have played D one volleyball, you know, but she didn't want to make that 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 effort. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Play at that level, so she decided to play D two, and she dominated, you know, just 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 you know. I, I remember I remember you know, and I told my wife, you know, the first time that we went to, uh, um, you know, she got cut. Like the first team club volleyball team she tried out for, she got cut, you know. And I was like, what? I'm like, we don't want to cut. <laughs> and, so, and so, but then they called her back because somebody didn't want to play on the team. So they called her back so we got a spot for you now. Four years later, guess who's getting the scholarship? Guess who is it? You know, the kid, the kid that didn't grow up playing is getting the scholarship. The ones that, that didn't get, you know, it was, a, but, but I told my wife, like, but she's half, that's, that's the, give me an athlete. We can tell you how to, you know, we can tell you how to, we can teach you how to dribble and shoot, but teach you how to be athletic. <laughs> That's a whole different ball game. Yeah, you know? it totally is, man. It totally is. And so, yeah, it was just funny. He was watching her play and stuff like that. And I remember, you know, the league she was playing, she would just dominate, you know. And, I, and I, one of the funniest stories is, is, and it's funny, not funny, but, but it's still funny, <laughs> is, is that, you know, watching the game and stuff. And I, I just thought it wasn't fair anymore that she was just killing these kids, you know. And, and they, would, they, would, <laughs> they were so crazy about stopping her. That, that man, she goes up and she just kills this ball, hits it to the libero. And the ball coming so fast, the libero's in the right position, but the ball's coming so fast, it hits the libero in the head. Boop, right? And it comes back <laughs> over the net. And it scores a point. Libero's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was the most funniest thing to me. Oh, like, that's incredible. Then, yo, but the, I mean, the ball was coming so fast. LeBron, it, 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 oh it, my it, gosh, man. And the girl was <sighs> celebrating the point and everything. And I was just like, holy cow. But it just wasn't, you could see that she just became, you know, this player. She went from being an athlete to now she's just this player. It was like, yo, this ain't fair to what these guys she's playing against, you know. And even like right now, you know, my son, you know, I think he just turned 15. You know, it's funny. I think, I think he's 16. He might, he might get 6'3". But, but like I said, you watch him run around the house, running, jump, the same thing, you know. He hasn't grown up playing sports, you know. I think he's going to play volleyball next year, you know. But, but if he plays, he's going to dominate. And then I yeah. got one more, same thing, you know. She, she's been teaching herself to do gymnastics and she can flip, you know. So she do all the black, the, the backflips, the round offs, all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, ran cross country and whatnot. Now what is she doing? Run through the house, touching the roof, you know. And she, she is big. I think she's like four four. She's four four eight. But yeah, running, jumping, touching the roof, all that kind of stuff. Jeez, you know, she, man. She's practicing in the front yard with volleyball. You know, we play volleyball off the roof and everything. And I have to get her, you know, because she should get the routine down. She, I see that she's robotic. Oh, you've been doing the same thing over, so I change up the serve, you know, and I get her. Next day I come out, she don't practice. I got to do it. <laughs> I get her, you know, but that's what, but that's, but, but she's learning how to play. 
you know, she, we just plan and stuff. Ain't no, there's no instruction. We just plan. That's a great point too with the organized sports. Like they're, they're so heavy on the tactical, technical development. There is no expression of play, you know, yeah. in a lot of these situations. And I mean, I think as you get to the higher levels, that becomes more of a thing and it's kind of yeah. just something you have to, you have to take. But I mean, I even was talking to a guy in the NHL the other day um, and he was telling me, man, like we do nothing but drills in practice yeah. and it's an 82 game season you're practicing like what 60 times a year after training camp yeah. like 50 yeah. 60 times we don't play a game ever and yeah. these players are just done with it after yeah. like a week you yeah. know and he's like yeah. if we just added a game or two here and there we'd be gold you know but right, they right, just right right we we just got very fixated on that tactical technical side of things you know right 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 and we got to you know at, at a certain level you know like you said when i see eight-year-olds nine-year-olds playing tackle football it's like, how about just let them play? They, they got forever to learn how to tackle, you know? And tackling is not hard because what is most time we will be playing anyway? We've been tackling kids. I mean, kids tackle one another. That's what they do, <laughs> you know? I, I, I mean, if you, if you grew up playing in the streets and all that kind of stuff, tackling is what it is, you know? But, uh, but I think, you know, at a certain age, yeah, I, I need to teach you how to play the game. I need to teach you the rules of the game and the concepts of the games and schemes of the games, yes, you know? But if we've been running around and I've been – throwing a ball to you, you, you learn, you, you learn how to catch through play, you know, not because somebody's telling, you know, somebody, you know, at some point in time, you know, you get those instructions, like, you know, catch it, catch it with your hands, not against your body, you know, okay, cool. But if you've been playing, it's easy to make that adjustment, you yeah. know, yeah, and everything, yeah. you know? So I think that, yeah, we didn't lost the element of play. And, and then, you know, um, um, it, it's hard to get back into that and everything. But I think they brought back the element of play to a lot of stuff. I mean, same thing. You just play pick up basketball. There was no organ. When I was growing up, if you want to play basketball, you better have some skills. It was just that, you know. First of all, nobody picked you if you didn't have no skills. So that means you went home to practice, so somebody would pick you. Second of all, if you lost, it was a long line to get back onto the court. And if you was the reason why somebody lost, they'd pick up another player. They would, they, they would do away with you, you know. <laughs> so your feelings got hurt really fast. There ain't nobody's feelings getting hurt anymore. But they need to go back to those things where, where you know, even, even, on the, even at the street ball level, you can get cut. You know, like, yeah, dude, we're going to pick up another player because we're not, we're not trying to lose out here, you know. Or what, do we get your own team? You pick, and then now it's your team. And, but, but guess what? You want to make sure you stay on the court, you know. So, so, so that, that becomes a thing, too. But that's why, that's why I ran those streets at Chancellor Swim Club when I was 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, and, and so, I mean, that's like even lifting weights. You know, I, I never had a problem lifting weights. You know, it, it, it's always been easy to me and stuff like that. Now, you know, am I an Olympic lifter? No, because I never trained to be an Olympic lifter. But, but you know, I, I can lift heavy shit. It, it's, it's, what, it's just what I can do, you know. Yeah, I, I was curious about that. So, I mean, obviously, a lot of the concepts we're talking about here, we're, if we're using our systems correctly in terms of levers and all these other things, um, a lot of the speed can kind of come to us. But there would you, and I know you'd agree with this. I just wanted you to talk about it a little bit. Uh, the need just for some general strength for some of these kids, especially if you go play a sport like football or something like that. Like, yeah. do you, do you see there being like, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you feel it's debilitating to work on aspects of like general strength and stuff like that in the weight room? Oh, no, no, no. I think, I think general strength is good. You know, I think, I think it's overdone, you know, yeah, but I, yeah. I think, I, I think, you know, general strength is good. You know, just like I still think, you know, I don't know why we stopped doing sit-ups, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I still think the basic work, you know, push up, sit up, you know, bench press, back squat, front squat, whatever the case may be, I just think that we've gone too far from a general strength to, to this max thing, you know, uh, uh, where, where all of a sudden we got kids trying to press weight. They should never be pressing, yeah. you know, uh, they, they, you know, 
and but it's 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 funny you know when you talk about the last football season before things got squashed you know when it comes down to it what did one team say about the other team they were just faster than us huh not stronger than us they were just (laughs) faster than us huh not in better shape than us just faster than us we couldn't keep up speed wise amazing it comes back down to that speed you know but but that 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 becomes a thing once again is it, that you know i think that that general weightlifting i think is good you know i think general fitness is good you know i still remember you know but what does it mean i don't know because i still remember you know president physical fitness test where when i was younger you know you talk about i could do a standing long jump you know 10 feet but couldn't do two pull-ups <laughs> and I'm mad because who's the, the, who's the better athlete? The yeah, yeah, who's yeah, the, the better kid. athlete? <laughs> you know the kid, and, and so we, so we, so we get into those things with fitness, and then there's athleticism. That, that's what we, you know. But I think increasing in general fitness can increase your athletic ability. Yes, but after a certain point, it does come at a cost, which I think cost, you yeah, and I yeah. both agree. Uh, yeah, how much? Yeah, yeah. How much stronger can you know? I got a friend of mine. You know, uh, you know, he played for football and everything like that. You know, and the same thing. You know, he can. He'll bench press 500 pounds. He'll, you know, it stayed with him the whole, I mean, like I said, dude ain't played football in 20 years, 25 years ain't played football. Yeah. He can still bench press like crazy. Amazing. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great point, man, because, like, with this quarantine, I barely lift anymore. And, like, I, I posted the other day, like, hey, I, I haven't lifted anything heavy, like over 250 pounds in any lift for the last three months. I went to my buddy's gym the other day in Laguna. Yeah. yeah. I threw, like, 450 on the bar or something like that. Hit it for a right. trip. Like this right, is nothing. Right. Like <laughs> right, right, right. And I think I think strength is a memory issue that if you need it, the body will pull it out because it knows how to do it. You know, you may not be in shape to to do all the reps again, but I think if you need to pull it out, the body will pull it because it knows it did be okay. Yeah, yeah. This what this is like. Okay, cool. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but yeah. Uh, um, but I think you know more. It still comes back to just the funny thing that that these these two professional football teams. And, and everybody has access to strength and position coach, weightlifting, all this crazy stuff. And all it came down to was, hey, man, it was just faster than us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I know. It's, it's, it's funny how much you pour into it, and then it can come down to something as simple as that. But um, before, before I let you go, I had one other thing I wanted to delve into, and this is kind of fun. We've kind of gone all over the place, which has been great. Yeah, but, yeah. But one more, like, technical piece that I'm real interested in that you've talked about a lot. I, I think I agree with it, but I just kind of want to hear your spiel on it again. Extending the impulse of things, prolonging collisions. Because a lot of us, we talked about shorter ground contact times, and we don't want to be on the ground for very long. And, and that's, you know, kind of the commonly held belief now. But you've kind of talked to me a bunch. We had, like, a long talk about it a couple weeks ago. Right. Extending right. the impulse um, of a collision and using that to work in your advantage to go faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's like anything else. It, it's, it's, we so used to this trans, you know, we got this transfer. So everybody talking about force, 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 force. Okay, whatever. But this is the whole thing about it is this here. How long is it applied for becomes the bigger issue. You know, if I'm going to push a car, that's a long impulse. It's a very long impulse for me to push a car. There's no way in the world, you know, uh, I'm going to push that car on a short impulse. I can hit it as hard as I want to, you know, but, but, the, but it's the length of it. So it's kind of the same thing, you know, especially when, like, somebody talks about the ground reaction force, all that kind of stuff. When you hit the ground, is the reaction coming right away? If the reaction goes too fast, the force is already dissipating through you. So, so how do I slow it down? 
you know? So in order to slow it down, I got to extend the collision. I got to extend the amount of time the collision is happening. And so that's where things are bent. And that's why they say a lot of times we look at these lead athletes and when they hit the ground, things are already bent. The bending automatically extends the time for you versus straight leg. It doesn't, it, 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 it's a shorter time. So that becomes a thing that, that, you know, the amount of time, you know, is applied to you. If this is a big, it's probably a bigger issue than amount that's being produced. So one, a couple things, couple things I've been thinking about with this is one, if we prolong a collision to me, if we, if we try to hurry up a collision and receive the ground with stiffness to me, at least personally, I see it. I think timing is all thrown off from that personally yeah, because because it's coming back too fast yes i mean like you said it, it, it's just coming it comes back so so fast you know it's like anything else if 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 if, if you gotta think about this here in a lot of, in a lot in two ways you know think about this uh if if, if you were catching you know no one ryan he throwing heat at you you know do you hold the glove like this or do you bring the glove back towards you <laughs> to extend that collision <laughs> you know it's still gonna get trained but but what do you do you don't hold the glove there, that, your hand's going to be jacked up. Yeah. So what do you do? You move the glove backwards, as you know, or same thing. If, if, the, if you, if you bare hand catch a ball, what do you do? You let your hands drop as the ball drops. You don't just catch. So, so, so you're trying to, you know, slow things down just a little so you can re actually handle the amount of force that's being applied. That becomes the issue. Can you handle you know, because to, to produce all this force and not handle it does no good. Yeah, and, there, and, and I mean, I think of it even in terms of just like muscle actions and what's going on. You've got to let the body have time to absorb it, have time to react to it, have time to do all these things. And if you're just receiving with stiffness, and, you know, we talked about pretension the other day, you're right. not allowing some of the natural movement of this to occur, right? Right. Or am exactly. I just kind of – No, no, that's exactly <laughs> okay. it. You, you, okay. that's, that's exactly it. You've you got to – you need time. Time is your friend, not your enemy. And like I said, we, we think time, once again, we think gravity is the enemy and we think time is our enemy. And those are your two best friends, you know, because what do I need? I need gravity just to pull me down. And, 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 and then I need what? I need more time with, with gravity. So those are my two best friends where I'm trying to kill both of those. Yeah, no, no, that makes that makes total sense. I, yeah. and, and again, like, I think this is a concept that I, I get. But as people ask me about it, I'm like, I don't know the best way to <laughs> talk about this. Yeah, but that's, that. <laughs> I mean, but that's, but, but think about this way here. Think about this way here. You know, if let's, let's say you're doing a hand clean, you know? And, and so what, why you, if you catch it folded up already, that extends collision time. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 if the weight, if you stand up and let the weight drop on your shoulders, it's like, yo, but if you're already squatting, catch the weight, it's a much different aspect of how it's being transmitted through the body, yeah. you know? Then all of a sudden, guess what? It's easier to stand up. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder too, and again, this, is, this might be a little bit too much of a deep dive, but I wonder too, um, if we're receiving the ground with stiffness, I guess you're kind of saying this now that I'm thinking about it, we're not letting forces get, work their way up uh, the chain, really, is what well, you're no, saying. Well, no, go a whole different way. You, you're not is you're trying to generate force. So, 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 so you got to remember, you're trying to generate force against you. Mm -hmm. So if you hit the ground, that comes back through you. That doesn't give you time to set up and force and work you. I see. I see. You okay. 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 Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because think about this. We've seen, like I said, I can show you videos of a person foot hit the ground and pops up off the ground right away. Well, you never had time to do anything because that force is already killing you, you know? So, so, so you need time to get yourself to work forces against the body. You got to remember the body's moving the body. 
Yeah. And, and so and so if I hit the ground, I got to deal with that. And then all of a sudden I got to deal with me now. Okay. No, that makes, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And I, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's something too, when you explain to people, I always have to clarify as well. And I'm like, look, we're not, I'm not talking like delay things for like seconds, delay things for like milliseconds. Yeah. And that's what people, yeah. like I say, people don't understand time, nanoseconds, milliseconds. You know, we talk about, you know, because like I said, when people think time, they go 1,001, 1,002. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brain functions have fired off since you said 1,001. I mean, like I, I teach, I teach health. And, and, I, and, I, and I tell people, think about this here. Red blood cells. Every two seconds, you're gonna you're gonna well, put it this way. Today alone, you're gonna you're gonna produce ten trillion red blood cells. Your body's not working on a, on a second format. Ten trillion. You can produce ten trillion something today. So that's like every two seconds, you get two million red blood cells. One thousand one is two million. <laughs> one thousand. That's another two million. That's another two million. You know how I many things happen in a second in the body? Holy cow! So yeah, yeah stop thinking seconds. It's, 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 it's so fast, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's hardly no, hardly a noticeable thing, but yeah, I, I really have moved away from that stiffness. It just kills timing. It just it just feels like it just yeah, kills yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a stiff yeah. rod bouncing, you know. But but like I said, and I haven't even like I said, man. Wait, when I, I I just started talking about pelvic pelvis movement, I really got into the whole two D, three D, all that kind of stuff, you know. But wait till that hits. It, it's a whole nother life. Dude, I don't even, I, it's too much, too much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait till that hits. And we start talking about stiffness. You know, one one of the things you want, where you want to be stiff at, is you want, you're not stiff, you want to be tight in the pelvic region. You know, start, if you want to be tight, start there and work your way out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But a lot of people, are, a lot of people are loosening their pelvis region, which is causing them more problems than they even realize. Well, and but it's funny because I'm kind of, I think I'm the reverse because I'm almost one of those guys because of the bilateral powerlifting. When I run, it's like, it doesn't shift. It just kind of stays. So I yeah. have to, on the other hand, like loosen up a little bit and allow some, some reciprocal movement to happen. Right, 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 right. So yeah, so yeah, when we're getting that and everything, it's be like, yo, so yeah, yeah, craziness and stuff. But yeah, but, but yeah, that's the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I think we've hit our hour, so I know you probably have some other stuff to do. You got to go ride that bike and whatnot. Um, uh, so we'll let you, <laughs> we'll let you hey, get to that. But hey. Try, try, try ride a bike stiff at, 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 at any miles per hour. You're going to find out really fast. You better loosen up. It ain't going to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the same thing. Like, like, like if, you, if you ever ride, you know, think about riding a motorcycle is, is that you transfer everything to, to the bike. So if you stiff on the bike, the bike is not stable because it's, it's being, everything's being transferred so fast. But once you loosen up, all of a sudden, it's a whole different ride. Yeah, yeah. No, man. It's it's this is this is I think my favorite concept of yours. That and then the levers and the force are 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 awesome. Hopefully, people keep catching on. Seems like you're you're blowing up a little bit. But in that, yeah. With that being said, is there any um, website, anything you want to promote? Instagram, whatever. Uh, have no, you know, like I said, I, I, I have the barrunning.com. That's all. That's all we run on. You know, like I said, you know, like I said, if you want to get the discussions all that kind of stuff a lot of people say where can i learn more at you know we have the modules up and we just improved it and we got a new section on it called anything anything else and it's funny because we have this new section on it and anything else we cover like there's a section dedicated to usain bolt a section dedicated to a Powell, a section dedicated to like softball so we have these certain sections dedicated now that shows all the concepts and these other things so, so it's kind of cool and oh stuff. awesome man yeah now actually i gotta i gotta talk to you i gotta get some insoles from you here pretty soon too because i'm getting tired hey, of running insoles, with bare feet man. so hey isos and insoles go together like i don't know what man it, it, it's one of those things because then you have this solid foundation to work from so yeah so yeah in the insoles yeah awesome man hey adarian thanks so much brother appreciate it uh we'll definitely have to do this again this was a lot of fun man 
All right, man. Enjoy that nice weather you got out there. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, we'll talk.